Welcome back. Okay, so we're on the countdown. It's episode two. And yeah, we're back. Um, it's been a while. It's been since January, the day before the Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder fight. So it's been a little bit. But we're back. And yeah, we're going to be doing podcasts every couple days. So first topic. And this is kind of an opener. I just want to explain to you guys while I'm doing podcasts. I want to get you guys more involved. I want to get you guys more involved in my life too. Like a, I want you to know a little bit about me. Um, my dream is to be a sports analyst. And when you want to be a sports analyst, then you're still in high school. I'll be a senior this year, but I'm 17. I'll be 18 October 9th. But when you want to be a sports analyst, you have to start somewhere. And I'm starting right here on the countdown. Made a cool little name for it. Kind of ripped off a logo. But you know what? That's okay. Um, yeah, my y'all, you guys already know my name, Ian Farmer. By the title of the podcast. And that's really all I got to say on that. I just, you know, I'm a really big Colin Coward fan. I'm a really big Colin Coward fan. And he talks about, you know, and he has podcasts and stuff. And I just thought it'd be really cool to start like that. And I know friends and people who have podcasts. So I was like, I should make a sports one. And yeah, I'm in it 45 in. I say, let's move on. We got some topics here. Can these certain NBA teams win the NBA Championship in the bubble this year. Okay. Los Angeles Lakers. Absolutely. LeBron James, Anthony Davis. They have some problems with their supporting cast, but their supporting cast is really underrated. Their supporting cast is really going to help LeBron and AD on the way. And yeah, the Lakers can definitely win a championship. Clippers. Absolutely. They've had problems with the Mavericks. But they did just pick up a win last night. So, um, and, like, if you guys don't follow my TikTok, it's, uh, and one cent. And my Instagram, my sports, uh, Flex Sports, um, IG, Flex Sports IG. And, like, I've said that the, on my TikToks, that the Lakers, that, sorry, that the Clippers are the best team in the league when healthy. And, you know, it's true. They are the best team when healthy. I think they haven't had Patrick Beverly for the last few games. So, that's something that you can definitely give to them while they've been struggling. Defensive presence right there, 26 minutes a night. Uh, Bucks, same thing. Yes, the Bucks can win the championship. They have Giannis who's probably going to win MVP this year. They, they Now, their supporting cast is really underrated. Chris Middleton, Brooke Lopez. Eric Bledsoe, they have a really under, underrated supporting cast. It's going to help you honest. And um, I feel like the Bucks are the I feel like the Bucks are the pick in the East for the most part to get to the finals in the East. So yeah, they 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 definitely have a chance. Rockets. I'm trying to think. Let's move on. Let's go. I I had to think on that let's go Celtics and I do think the Celtics can win one as well um Jason Tatum who's next year will probably be a top 10 player in the league um 
Kimba Walker, who's been in the all-star starting lineup for the last couple of years. Kimba Walker, definitely one of the best point guards in the league. Um, Gordon Hayward, if he's healthy, you know. I mean, this other team can definitely win a championship. I mean, if they get past the Bucks, then they're already in the finals. They just or the Raptors in the Bucks, but you know, they just have to get past a couple, a few teams, and they, you know, they're gonna win it. Um, Rockets. Yes, I do think the Rockets can win a championship. Now, let me elaborate. Russell Westbrook. James Harden, Eric Gordon, P.J. Tucker. It sounds a lot like the team that has been to the Western Conference Finals, except they added West Russell Westbrook, Mr. Triple-Double. I mean, I know Chris Paul's had a good year, but he wouldn't have had this good year if he was still in Houston. So that's why I think Russell Westbrook is more valuable for Houston. And... They have Robert Covington, Daniel House. I mean, the, the team is stacked. I've talked I talked about them on the last podcast on episode one, and I said the Rockets team was looking nice then right after All-Star break, and I'm going to stand behind it. I think the Rockets are a great team. They're having, having a couple problems with the Thunder, but if they had Westbrook, they would have probably beat, already beat them in five games or been up on a 3-1. Raptors, yeah, the Raptors can win it. That's obvious. Uh... Pascal Siakam, Fred Van Vliet, Kyle Lowry, all those guys, Mark Gasol, you know, even people like, even players like Norman Powell, all, you know, the Raptors can definitely win a championship. They just have to get past a couple teams like the Celtics and Bucks. The Miami Heat. Miami Heat cannot win a championship uh, for multiple reasons. One, they have to go through the Bucks, and if they beat the Bucks, they have to go through the Celtics or Raptors, and all three of those teams are better than the Heat. The Heat are a great team. They'll take the Bucks to six, but, uh, yeah, the Heat cannot win a championship this year because I think they need one more piece. Their supporting cast isn't great. Some parts of the roster are too young. And they're just on the wrong side of their bracket. Like, if they were playing the Celtics, then they would be a lot better. Like, or the, you know, even the Raptors. Like, they're, they're playing the Bucks, Giannis. They're, they're not going to win. Uh, okay, I think that's it for that topic. I just wanted to break down a couple, a few teams to see if they can win it. Let's move on. On my TikTok, on my TikTok I did a top five NBA players. The number one player in the world is LeBron James. LeBron has been the best player in the league for about 12 years now. He spent about his first five years in the league. Kobe and Tim Duncan were still doing their thing. But about 12, 10, 12, 14 years, he's been the best player in the league. And he still is the best player in the league. He's better than Giannis. And he's, and he's you know, I mean, it's LeBron James. You know, he's arguably the greatest of all time. Is he the greatest of all time in my opinion? No, but he is in some people's opinion. And when you are in some people's opinion, you're definitely the best player in the world anyways. Uh, number two is Giannis. Um, best record in the league. Led the Bucks to the top of the East. He's going to lead them to the NBA Finals more than likely. Um, Giannis is probably going to win his 
back-to-back second MVP. And, um, yeah, I mean, Giannis is number two. Number three is James Harden. Yeah, I know what you say. Defense. But he has played defense this year, and he has averaged 34 points per game. Harden is the third MVP candidate. I'm putting the third, the three MVP candidates up there on top. And, um, yeah, I mean, Harden, James Harden, led the Rockets to the fourth seed in the West. Fourth seed's not bad, especially with the stacked West. Um, Lakers, Clippers, and Nuggets all above them. All teams that could definitely contend with the Rockets. Number four is Kawhi. Um, you know, Kawhi's led his thing this year for the Clippers. He's still doing his thing despite the Clippers' struggles. He's still doing their thing for the Clippers. He's still doing his thing for the Clippers. Um, had multiple 30-plus nights in the series in the playoffs against the Mavericks. Um, yeah, Kawhi's number four. Excuse me if you guys heard that sneeze. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, number five, though, is Damian Lillard. And I'm going to tell you why I think Damian Lillard. He's the MVP of the bubble. He's unstoppable. He's had problems against the Lakers, but I just explained to you why the Lakers can win an NBA championship. Like, you know, Damian Lillard. And he and Damian Lillard has kind of beat down the Lakers in, some of the, in a couple of these games. Like, Damian Lillard has not played around. Um... He's the best shooter in the bubble. I don't know if he's the best shooter in the league. We'll have to see what Curry does. But he's a, Damian Lillard's a better shooter than Trey Young. Um, and yeah, Damian Lillard is number five. Okay, so also on my TikTok, we're going to, we're going to talk about TikTok for a minute and some of the topics I and some of the topics I talked about on there. Um, I listed my top five point guards and my top five shooting guards. Okay, in the NBA currently. Um, and these next episodes are going to be coming out soon. But, uh, yeah, my top five point guards. I can pull it up here. My bad, guys. I'm sorry. My top five. I apologize for that. Um, it's my, it's my first episode back. But anyways, my top five shooting guards. Number one is James Harden being an MVP candidate. Number two is Luka Doncic because he well, he was one of the top three MVP candidates earlier in the year, and he's been beating down the Clippers. Number three is Paul George. He's had his struggles in the playoffs. I understand. He had a big game last night, but we're talking off talent. But if we're talking about talent, Paul George is still the top three shooting guard in the league. Number four is Bradley Bill. Um... You know, he's 6'4", plays defense, can shoot. He's an offensive player. Every, you know, he's a uh, he's an assassin, and LeBron apparently really likes him. I mean, Bradley Bill is one. Of the, Bradley Bill is the most underrated player in the league. He should have been in the All-Star game over Devin Booker, and he's going to be over Devin Booker on my list. Now, number five, I did have Devin Booker, but what I've seen from Donovan Mitchell in this playoff series, I'm giving it to Donovan Mitchell. Two 50-plus games, two 50-plus point games, has beat down the Nuggets. They, the Jazz lost to the Nuggets last night, but the, but the Jazz are still up 3-2, and that's because of Donovan Mitchell. So I'm going to give them the number five spot 
to Donovan Mitchell. Now, top, top five point guards. You already know who I put number one. That guy goes by the name of Damian Lillard. You know, MVP of the bubble. If he if he played like this in the regular season, he would have probably won. He would have probably won MVP. So yeah, it's Damian Lillard. Number two is Steph Curry. Now I know Steph Curry's been injured, but I'm still giving it. I'm still giving it Steph Curry because he did play a little bit this season, so he is eligible. Like Kevin Durant didn't play, so he's not eligible for the small forwards. Steph Curry played, so he's at least been in. He's at least been in the league this year. Um, I do think Damian Lillard has surpassed Curry as a player. Curry is getting old, um, but yeah, Steph Curry, number two. Number three, I put Russell Westbrook now. I know people are saying Chris Paul's better. I know people are beating down on Russ like they always do. But Russell Westbrook is a top three point guard in the league because he helps out his team more than people think. Um, one of the best point guards in transition. If not the best point guard in the league as transition, he's still the best slasher in the league. Um was a was like a um, number seven or somewhere around there in the MVP voting. So you got to put Russell Westbrook at number three. One second, guys. One second. Number four, I'm sorry about that. Number four, I put Kimball Walker, um, all star again. You know, all star starter again. Has really been helping out the Celtics. I'm putting Kimball Walker at number four. And number five to end it off, I'm gonna go with Chris Paul. People are saying he should be a um, MVP candidate this year, and I, I I don't know about that. Maybe I don't know. But he's definitely top five point guard in my opinion this year, and I'm putting him at number five. And to send off the countdown, my NBA Finals prediction. I've already made this prediction. I have proof on my Instagram at FlexSportsIG. At FlexSportsIG. If you want to go check it out. So I'm not just like. Ripping y'all, ripping you guys off, but I had the Celtics and Raptors moving on to the second round. I had the Bucks and Heat moving on to the second round. I had the Lakers and Rockets moving on to the second round, and I have the Clippers and Nuggets moving on to the second round. The Nuggets have been struggling, but I still have them coming back against the Jazz. So, Bucks and Heat. I'm going with the Bucks in six games. The Bucks are the better team. Like I said, the Heat need another piece, and they cannot contain Giannis. I'm giving it to the Bucks. Celtics and Raptors. Most people give it to the Raptors. I'm going Celtics. Part of that is because I already picked the Celtics, but also Jason Tatum. I think he's probably the best player in the series. And Kimba Walker. It's the second or third best player in the series. Their stars are better than the Raptors' stars. I really do truly believe that. And the Celtics are going to beat the Raptors in seven games. Lakers and Rockets. Russell Westbrook will more than likely be back. 
hopefully fully healthy, 100%. Um, the, the, the Rockets have had their struggles this year. They had their struggles against the Lakers. They beat the Lakers with the small ball and Staples Center. Um, but at the end of the day, I'm going with the Lakers in seven. I think the Rockets are going to make a really big push, but I think the Lakers are just going to be too much in the end. Clippers and Nuggets. If the Nuggets can, if the Nuggets can, can get there, um, Celtics. Oh, I'm sorry, not Celtics. Clippers and Nuggets, but the Clippers are going to beat the Nuggets in six games. I did pick them in five, but the way they've been playing against the Mavericks, I understand it's first round and it's like it, it's kind of hard to like get adapted, especially with this new bubble system. But I'm going to go with them in six. I'm going to give the Nuggets one more game if the Nuggets can get there. Now we move back over to the east. We have Bucks and Celtics. I first was really thinking about maybe having the Celtics over the Bucks, But I, don't, I have no idea how they're going to continue on us. And I don't know. I mean, I feel like the Bucks are just slightly, slightly a better team. Um, I'm gonna go Bucks and six. A lot of Bucks and six. A couple back to back, Bucks and six. Bucks. The Milwaukee Bucks are going to the NBA Finals. Lakers and Clippers. Here's the tough one. Here's probably the series of the playoffs. Okay, the Clippers are the better team. LeBron's better than Kawhi. Kawhi is your best. Get a bucket. Get a stop. Player in the league. But I don't know how the Clippers are going to contain Anthony Davis. And I also think that the Lakers are going to do it for Kobe. So I'm going to go Lakers in seven. And now we got Lakers and Bucks. It's been a tough series in the regular season. I'm going Lakers. I'm going Lakers to win the NBA championship um, in six games. LeBron over Giannis. AD, AD will have a hard time, but he, um, you know, the Lakers are going to beat the are going to in, are going to the NBA Finals. Are going to beat the Bucks in six games. Thank you guys for joining the countdown, and I will see you Friday morning. I'll see you Friday morning. Um, yeah, that's really all I got to say for now. Um, I appreciate you guys watching. If you're on here watching. And yeah, I mean, I will see you guys next time. I appreciate y'all on here. And yeah, Lakers and Six over the Bucks. Peace out, guys. Yo, it's the countdown. We're back for episode three. Um, yeah, it's your boy Ian Farmer. We're on the countdown. We got some topics to talk about today. But first, I want to make a quick advertisement. I know a lot of fans of anything they don't really like advertisements, but. Flex Sports IG Instagram Flex Panthers. It used to be called Dab City Lab. I have now changed it with partnership of Flex Sports. It's now called Flex Panthers. If you want to go check it out, um, yes, a lot of topics to talk about today, and yeah, okay. So I'm just gonna hop right into this, guys. You know how uh last uh episode. And on my TikTok, if you, if you follow my TikTok, it's m1cent underscore if you want to go follow it. Or, no, no, there's no underscore, it's m1cent, okay. But I have been ranking 
my top five players in the NBA from each position. Well, I did point guard and shooting guard, but I don't believe I did small forward. So we're going to hop into that right now. It's the countdown. Small forwards, number one. If you don't put this guy at number one in small forwards, you don't know basketball. It's arguably the GOAT, LeBron James, um, leading the Lakers to the Western Conference Finals. And they're up 2-0 against the Nuggets right now. He continues to play his best in his late 30s. Uh, he has gray hair. <laughs> he has gray hair and is still doing what he's doing. That's tremendous. The most durability in NBA history. Um, number two, Kawhi Leonard. I know the Clippers did get eliminated. I know he didn't have a good series. But I'm not talking about who's been doing good lately. I'm talking about the best. And when you look at the best, Kawhi is the best two-way player in the league. Offensively and defensively. Um, and yeah, Kawhi Leonard, defending champion, still a defending champion, or not defending, he's not defending it because they got eliminated, but he's the reigning champion with the Toronto Raptors, and yeah, Kawhi at number two. Now this one, I'm going to get a lot of hate for, but it's Paul George, okay? I know there's some, I know the small forwards class is really, uh, really stacked, but Paul George, um... He, his talent is still there. He did not have a good playoff. He did not perform good in the playoffs. However, Paul George at number three. I got nothing else to say on that. PG-13 at number three. If you don't like it, I don't know what to tell you. Number four, now on my TikTok, I did have Jimmy Butler above Jason Tatum. But I have no idea what I was thinking. Jason Tatum is the fourth best small forward in the world. Uh, Jason Tatum... Um, he's has he's done okay in this series, but Jason Tatum, um, is one just one of the few young rising stars in the league. You know, Giannis, Zion, Jaw, Luca, Trey, and Tatum is right there. And I think Tatum has the talent outside of Giannis to become that top player within the young class. Um, Jason Tatum at number four, and number five, and number five, I am gonna go with Jimmy Butler. He was a uh, an all-star starter this year, was in a, a pretty corrupt system in Philadelphia with the 76ers and transitioned to Miami, which is not easy to transition to a team, especially a team with an entire different supporting cast, coaching, coaching staff, and a totally new system. But, man, he has shown the world what he can do. And Jimmy Butler at number five. Power forwards. I know the bus got eliminated. I feel like a lot. I'll, I'll, you know, you guys, you guys know that I listen to Colin Coward a lot. I feel like a lot of these teams that are doing bad is because it's so the bubble is so like unnormal to them, and that the young players they don't really have a crowd, so there's a lot less pressure on them. But um, yeah, I know the Bucks got eliminated, but I know the Bucks got eliminated. But Giannis is still the best power forward in the league, and still a top three player in the league. Um, he got hurt. I do think that's a big part of it. I know that the Bucks were still struggling when he was still healthy, but I do think that was a big problem. I think the Bucks and Giannis would have got together and beat the Heat if Giannis had not got healthy. But here we go. Um, a big talk to get about guy right now because he got the, the buzzer beater last night. It's Anthony Davis, um, second man, second option on the Lakers. Second man to LeBron. 
hit the buzzer beater last night. Continues to be one of the best. I don't think he's the best scorer, but he is definitely one of the best scorers in the league, and he's the best big man that we have in this league. Um, continues to show us night in and night out that he's a top 10 player and a superstar, and Anthony Davis is the second best power forward in the NBA. Number three is Pascal Siakam. He didn't play great in that series, but just like a lot of these players I mentioned, they have not done great in these playoffs, and I and I will hold up to my opinion that the bubble is the reason for that. Um, Pascal Siakam, um, all-star starter this year, played great in the finals last year, and I'm not one of those guys to like be like, you know, oh, they did good last year, so they're still as good this year. But um, Pascal definitely came alive and uh, has shown us what he can do this year. Number four, controversial. Chris Dapps Porzingis played great in these playoffs in the regular season. And he played great against the Clippers, too, when he was available to play. Um, you know, was a big, big-time player in New York and... I feel like people forgot that he was a big time star, a young star. People were, he was a very talked about player, very popular player. And I feel like when he went to, or in his later years in New York, and then when he got traded to Dallas, I feel like a lot of the focus shift off of him and onto some of these younger players. But Kristaps Porzingis, number four. And number five, someone who will definitely, without a doubt in my mind, Take that number four spot here, probably within just a little bit of next season, Zion Williamson. He's just so young, he didn't play a lot this year. I thought he was the rookie of the year, potentially. He had better stats than Ja Morant. It's just Ja did play longer. Um, Yeah, Zion Williamson averaged 30, uh, 30 or more points per game. And yeah, Zion Williamson, the young buck, the Duke boy, the number one pick. And number five to wrap up the power forwards. And the last position is centers. Um, number one, it's got to be the Joker, Nikola Jokic. Um, has been, I know a lot of the focus is on Jamal Murray right now for the Nuggets. But Nikola Jokic has definitely played his part in these playoffs. Definitely has passed Joel Embiid. As the best center in the league. I think Anthony Davis is still the best big man in the league. Unless you want to consider Giannis a big man. Which Giannis kind of is I guess. Um, But um, yeah. Jokic can pass. He can rebound. He can shoot. He can play inside. He can play like a guard at times. Nikola Jokic. The number one center in basketball. Number two. Controversial. Joel Embiid. Um, I know Joel Embiid was has been hurt a lot lately and did not really show up as well against the Celtics. But the 76ers are a very corrupt system. I still believe that. I'm glad they got rid of Brett Brown. I don't think it's going to help them. I think Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, and I even think Tobias Harris, they need to leave or they need to request a trade. I think they need to get out of Philadelphia because Philadelphia um, is not the team you would like to be on right now. But yeah, Joel Embiid, second best center in the world right now. And next year, we'll have a very, very big, progressive, solid year, I believe. Number three is Rudy Gobert. I put him above above Towns 
just solely off Rudy Gobert's defensive abilities. He's won Defensive Player of the Year multiple times. Um, he plays. He 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 can. He's a better offensive player than people think. He's an underrated offensive player. He's tall. He has size. He can get up. He can grab boards. He can grab rebounds. Um, has played. He played great for the Jazz, I believe. In that Nuggets series, even though we all know what happened, I still believe I think Rudy, Rudy Gobert deserves that third center spot, barely over number four, who I've already mentioned, Carl Anthony Towns. Um, just like just like Embiid, he's a center that needs to get out of his system of the team. Minnesota's not the place to be. Towns needs to go, and I don't mean like super teams. Like Towns can go to the. Pacers and add another piece. You know, it don't it doesn't have to be a super team. He doesn't have to go to LA, you know. He just need they just need to get out of their systems, you know, they need to get out of where they're at and move on from that team. Um but yeah, Towns a very just like Chris has Porzingis, a very popular talked about player when he first came to the league, was the number one was the number one pick in twenty fifteen. And we you have, we ain't we don't hear about him a lot. He was an all star a couple of years. Um, but yeah, he still deserves that number four spot, but I want to see players like Towns and Embiid get out of their corrupted systems. And number five, another guy that's just like this, (coughs) excuse me, and a lot of these players, you notice how the power forwards and centers, they're all in there. A lot of them are in corrupted systems. And that's because of the three-point shot has took focus away from the scent from the players who can't shoot and put it on to the players that can shoot. And that's because of the influence of, you know, Steph Curry. But Andre Drummond of the Cavs, haven't heard much from him. I still consider him a top five center, and that's all I got to say on that. Andre, Andre Drummond, number five, to wrap up the centers. And I have this new little top five list that I would like to do. And if you guys don't want to see these top five lists anymore, let me know. I can go the the six through ten list. I, I You know what? I think I may do that. Let me know what you guys want to see from me. And without a doubt, if I can do it, I'm going to do it. You know, we have multiple topics we can do on the show, and we can go even farther if we need to, you know. just I'm just starting out, you know, let me know what you guys want to see from me. And this is this next topic, it may be confusing. I'm going to rank the top five positions in the league. So, like, you saw how, like, the small forwards had, like, LeBron and Kawhi and PG and Tatum and Jimmy Butler. And the power forwards have, like, or, no, 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 let's not do power forwards. And the centers have, like, Drummond and Embiid. So, that's where I would rank small forwards above centers because small forwards have more talent. So, these are the most talented positions in the NBA. Number one is point guards. You have Damian Lillard, who's a top five player in the league. Stephen Curry, who, like I just mentioned, his influence has changed and shifted the league for maybe the rest of the league's history. Uh, Russell Westbrook, who um, has his problems, but is still uh, a star in this league. Kyle Lowry, who... Showed up against the Celtics. Kimball Walker, who showed up against the Raptors. Um, Chris Paul, who was arguably an MVP candidate in some eyes this year. Took a Thunder team who was 
partly corrupt and needed to rebuild. And Chris Paul came in there and said, no, we're going to go to the playoffs. And they almost knocked off the Rockets in the first round with the seven games. I wanted to put small forwards above point guards, but point guards just have so much depth. Like small forwards may have the most talent up front, but when you go into depth, I think point guards have more. And I know I'm missing some point guards like Mike Conley, like like small, like not super talented guards like that. Just like the depth is insane for point guards. Like even like James Harden will play point guard sometimes for the Rockets or, you know. It's just LeBron actually plays point guard this season, but he's not classified as a point guard, so that's why I don't consider him a point guard. But yeah, point guards are the most talented position in the NBA. Number two, that's like I mentioned, small forwards, LeBron, Kawhi, Tatum, Jimmy Butler, and the list just goes on. And when KD, I will say this, when Kevin Durant gets healthy, the small forwards will be the most talented I forgot to I almost forgot to mention that in my eyes, the small forwards will be the most talented once Kevin Durant gets healthy. Because that's like out of the top three of the top five players in the league are small forwards. You have my top five players who are right now LeBron, Giannis, Harden, Kawhi, and Damian Lillard. But once Kevin Durant comes back, he will more than likely knock Damian Lillard off my list at number six, put A D at seven. And then that will be a three out of the top five. The small forwards. So yeah, small forwards at number two. Number three, I have shooting guards. You have James Harden and a top three MVP candidate this year. Luka Doncic, a young player who is, he almost beat the Clippers. He really did beat down on the Clippers. Um, you just have a lot of stars. Donovan Mitchell, like I mentioned, has just showed up. Um, Paul George, who is technically a shooting guard and a small forward, so that's why I included him in both lists. Even though I probably shouldn't have, I did Paul George, a shooting guard. So there's just a lot of Chris Middleton. There's just a lot of shooting guards that are talented, and that's why they're number three. And as you guys can probably guess, four and five are going to be big man, big men. But number four. I'm going to go with power forwards. Um, you know, like Giannis is arguably the best player in the league. Anthony Davis, one of the best scorers in the league. You know, Pascal Siakam, people like that, you know. And that's why I think power forwards would be slightly over centers. It's just the centers have like Jokic, Embiid, Gobert, Towns, and you have like Andre Drummond at number five. And over at power forwards, you have like Zion at number five, who's going to like pop within like one or two years. So that's why I I would probably put power forwards over centers. And number five, I have centers, you know, Nikola Jokic, who definitely stands out in the centers. Joel Embiid when he's healthy. Rudy Gobert, defensive presence. Towns, young player who needs to get out of his corrupted system but will pop eventually. And Andre Drummond, a guy who probably had his maybe his best days in the past, but we are yet to see. So that finishes up that segment. And if you guys if you guys watch my TikTok, I've been doing some of these for NFL where the NFL has returned. And I did top five quarterbacks. So we're going to get into that right now. The number one quarterback in the NFL and the best player in the NFL is Patrick Mahomes. You know, Chiefs last year. 
won the Super Bowl, Super Bowl MVP. It's first in a lot of the league's stats within history. And Patrick Mahomes is number one player in the league and the number one quarterback. And it's probably the two closest comparisons you may make in the NFL, but number two is Lamar Jackson. Can run the football, can pass the football, can hand the football off, can get in the end zone. Could set his team up for success. They may go sixteen and zero this season. I think I think the Chiefs will give them a hard time, even though the Chiefs had you know trouble against the Chargers um, yesterday. Um, yeah, Lamar Jackson at number two. Number three is Russell Wilson. He has maybe arguably played better than both of these guys the first couple of weeks of the NFL season. Uh, Russell Wilson, big win over. The Patriots and the Falcons, big games for Russell Wilson, both of those games. Um, I just put them barely behind Patrick, Patrick, I almost said Patrick Lamar, I'm sorry. (laughs) Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson, just barely behind them. Number four is Drew Brees, Um, still the player he was, you know, still has that talent that's there. Um, May lead the Saints to the Super Bowl, I'll get into that in the next episode. I'll break down my NFL who I think is going to make the playoffs and who's going to, I'm going to break down my entire bracket. Um, Yeah, Drew Brees at number four. And number five is Deshaun Watson. I know a lot of y'all probably expected me to, to, to keep Tom Brady in there, but Deshaun Watson, he's a young quarterback. He can run. He can throw. You know, he can get outside the pocket. He can hand the ball off. He, he'll do whatever he has to do to help his team win, and that's why I put Deshaun Watson at number five on the top five quarterbacks in the NFL. Top five running backs. Number one, he just got injured yesterday, and it's so sad. And you guys know who I'm talking about. I'm going with, say, Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey, the best running back in the league. Probably the top fa- football fantasy football player in the league. Um, Has the most spectacular plays in all the NFL and all the football world. He can, if you hand the ball off. It's it's about guaranteed at least five yards. If you hand if you pass the ball to um, especially on a slant route, you're gonna get a bunch of yards. Chris McCaffrey at number one, number two, a lot of controversy. Derrick Henry at number two, really showed up in the playoffs last year, and the Titans have got a couple close wins in the last couple games, and I think part of that definitely has to do with Derrick Henry. Just. He's another guy you hand the ball off to him. You're almost guaranteed at least five yards. And Derrick Henry, number two. Number three, another guy that got injured yesterday. He's out for the season, but I'm still going to include him in this. It's Saquon Barkley. Um, once again, kind of like Christian McCaffrey. He kind of overshadowed Christian McCaffrey at first, but Christian. Yo, it's the countdown. We're back for episode three. Um, yeah, it's your boy Ian Farmer. We're on the countdown. We've got some topics to talk about today, but first, I want to make a quick advertisement. I know a lot of fans of anything, they don't really like advertisements, but Flex Sports IG Instagram, Flex Panthers, it used to be called Dab City Lab. I have now changed it with the partnership of Flex Sports. It's now called Flex Panthers if you want to go check it out. um, Yes, a lot of topics to talk about today. And yeah, okay. So 
I'm just going to hop right into this, guys. You know how uh, last uh, episode and on my TikTok, if you, if you follow my TikTok, it's m1cent underscore if you want to go follow it. Or No, no, there's no underscore, it's m1cent, okay? But I have been ranking my top five players in the NBA from each position. Well, I did point guard and shooting guard, but I don't believe I did small forward. So we're going to hop into that right now. It's the countdown. Small forward number one. If you don't put this guy at number one in small forwards, you don't know basketball. It's arguably the GOAT, LeBron James, um, leading the Lakers to the Western Conference Finals. And they're up 2-0 against the Nuggets right now. He continues to play his best in his late 30s. Uh, he has gray hair. <laughs> He has gray hair and is still doing what he's doing. That's tremendous. The most durability in NBA history. Um, number two, Kawhi Leonard. I know the Clippers did get eliminated. I know he didn't have a good series. But I'm not talking about who's been doing good lately. I'm talking about the best. And when you look at the best, Kawhi is the best two-way player in the league. Offensively and defensively. Um, and yeah, Kawhi Leonard, defending champion, still a defending champion, or not defending, he's not defending it because they got eliminated, but he's the reigning champion with the Toronto Raptors, and yeah, Kawhi at number two. Now this one, I'm going to get a lot of hate for, but it's Paul George, okay? I know there's some, I know the small forwards class is really, uh, really stacked, but Paul George, um, he, his talent is still there. He did not have a good playoff. He did not perform good in the playoffs. However, Paul George at number three. I got nothing else to say on that. PG-13 at number three. If you don't like it, I don't know what to tell you. Number four, now on my TikTok, I did have Jimmy Butler above Jason Tatum. But I have no idea what I was thinking. Jason Tatum is the fourth best small forward in the world. Uh, Jason Tatum... Um, he's has he's done okay in this series, but Jason Tatum, um, is one just one of the few young rising stars in the league. You know, Giannis, Zion, Jaw, Luca, Trey, and Tatum is right there. And I think Tatum has the talent outside of Giannis to become that top player within the young class. Um, Jason Tatum at number four, and number five, and number five, I am gonna go with Jimmy Butler. He was a uh, an all-star starter this year, was in a, a pretty corrupt system in Philadelphia with the 76ers and transitioned to Miami, which is not easy to transition to a team, especially a team with an entire different supporting cast, coaching, coaching staff, and a totally new system. But, man, he has shown the world what he can do. And Jimmy Butler at number five. Power forwards. I know the bus got eliminated. I feel like a lot. I'll, I'll, you know, you guys, you guys know that I listen to Colin Coward a lot. I feel like a lot of these teams that are doing bad is because it's so the bubble is so like unnormal to them, and that the young players they don't really have a crowd, so there's a lot less pressure on them. But um, yeah, I know the Bucks got eliminated, but I know the Bucks got eliminated. But Giannis is still the best power forward in the league, and still a top three player in the league. Um, he got hurt. I do think that's a big part of it. I know that the Bucks were still struggling when he was still healthy, but I do think that was a big problem. I think the Bucks and Giannis would have got together and beat the Heat if Giannis had not got healthy. 
But here we go. Um, a big talk thinking about guy right now because he got the, the buzzer beater last night. It's Anthony Davis, um, second man, second option on the Lakers, second man to LeBron. Hit the buzzer beater last night. Continues to be one of the best. I don't think he's the best scorer, but he is definitely one of the best scorers in the league, and he's the best big man that we have in this league. Um, continues to show us night in and night out that he's a top 10 player and a superstar, and Anthony Davis is the second best power forward in the NBA. Number three is Pascal Siakam. He didn't play great in that series, but just like a lot of these players I mentioned, they have not done great in these playoffs, and I and I will hold up to my opinion that the bubble is the reason for that. Um, Pascal Siakam, um, all-star starter this year, played great in the finals last year, and I'm not one of those guys to like be like, you know, oh, they did good last year, so they're still as good this year, but... Um, Pascal definitely came alive and uh, has shown us what he can do this year. Number four, controversial. Chris Stapps Porzingis played great in these playoffs in the regular season. And he played great against the Clippers too when he was available to play. Um, you know, was a big, big time player in New York. And I feel like people forgot that he was a big time star, a young star. People were, he was a very talked about player, very popular player. And I feel like when he went to, or in his later years in New York, and then when he got graded to Dallas, I feel like a lot of the focus shift off of him and onto some of these younger players. But Chris, that's Porzingis, number four. And number five, someone who will definitely, without a doubt in my mind, take that number four spot here, probably within just a little bit of next season. Zion Williamson, he's just so young, he didn't play a lot this year. I thought he was the rookie of the year, potentially. He had better stats than Ja Morant. It's just Ja did play longer. Um, Yeah, Zion Williamson averaged 30, uh, 30 or more points per game. And yeah, Zion Williamson, the young buck, the Duke boy, the number one pick and number five to wrap up the power forwards. And the last position is centers. Um, number one, it's got to be the Joker, Nikola Jokic. Um, has been, I know a lot of the focus is on Jamal Murray right now for the Nuggets, but Nikola Jokic has definitely played his part in these playoffs. Definitely has passed Joel Embiid as the best center in the league. I think Anthony Davis is still the best big man in the league. Unless you want to consider Giannis a big man, which Giannis kind of is, I guess. Um, but, um, yeah, Jokic can pass. He can rebound. He can shoot. He can play inside. He can play like a guard at times. Nikola Jokic, the number one center in basketball. Number two, controversial, Joel Embiid. Um, I know Joel Embiid was, has been hurt a lot lately and did not really show up as well against the Celtics. But the 76ers are a very corrupt system. I still believe that. I'm glad they got rid of Brett Brown. I don't think it's going to help them. I think Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, and I even think Tobias Harris, they need to leave or they need to request a trade. I think they need to get out of Philadelphia because Philadelphia um, is not the team you would like to be on right now. But yeah, Joel Embiid, second best center 
in the world right now. And next year we'll have a very, very big, progressive, solid year, I believe. Number three is Rudy Gobert. I put him above above Towns just solely off Rudy Gobert's defensive abilities. He's won Defensive Player of the Year multiple times. Um... He plays. He 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 can. He's a better offensive player than people think. He's an unrated offensive player. He's tall. He has size. He can get up. He can grab boards. He can grab rebounds. Um. Has played. He played great for the Jazz, I believe, in that Nuggets series. Even though we all know what happened, I still believe. I think Rudy Rudy Gobert deserves that third center spot, barely over number four. Who I've already mentioned, Carl Anthony Towns, um, just like just like Embiid, he's a center that needs to get out of his system of the team. Minnesota's not the place to be. Towns needs to go, and I don't mean like super teams. Like Towns can go to the Pacers and add another piece. You know, it don't it doesn't have to be a super team. He doesn't have to go to L.A. You know, he just need they just need to get out of there systems you know they need to get out of where they're at and move on from that team um but yeah towns a very just like chris has porzingis a very popular talked about player when he first came to the league was the number one was the number one pick in 2015 and you we we don't hear about him a lot he was an all-star a couple years um but yeah he still deserves that number four spot but i want to see players like towns and Embiid. Get out of their corrupted systems. And number five, another guy that's just like this. <coughs> Excuse me. And a lot of these players, you notice how the power forwards and centers, they're all in there. A lot of them are in corrupted systems. And that's because of the three point shot has took focus away from the scent from the players who can't shoot and put it on. To the players that can shoot, and that's because of the influence of you know Steph Curry. But Andre Drummond of the Cavs haven't heard much from him. I still consider him a top five center, and that's all I got to say on that. Andre Andre Drummond, number five, to wrap up the centers. And I have this new little top five list that I would like to do. And if you guys don't want to see these top five lists anymore, let me know. I can go the the six through ten list. I, I you know what I think I may do that. Let me know what you guys want to see from me. And without a doubt, if I can do it, I'm going to do it. You know, we have multiple topics we can do on the show. And we can go even farther if we need to, you know. just I'm just starting out, you know, let me know what you guys want to see from me. And this is, this next topic, it may be confusing. I'm going to rank the top five positions in the league. So, like, you saw how, like, the small forwards had, like, LeBron and Kawhi and PG and Tatum and Jimmy Butler and the power forwards have like or no 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 let's not do power forwards and the centers have like Drummond and Embiid so that's where I would rank small forwards above centers because small forwards have more talent so these are the most talented positions in the NBA number one is point guards you have Damian Lillard who's a top five player in the league Stephen Curry who like I just mentioned his influence has changed and shifted the league for maybe the rest of the league's history. Uh, Russell Westbrook, who um, has his problems, but is still uh, a star in this league. Kyle Lowry, who 
showed up against the Celtics. Kimball Walker, who showed up against the Raptors. Um, Chris Paul, who was arguably an MVP candidate in some eyes this year, took a Thunder team who was partly corrupt and needed to rebuild. And Chris Paul came in there and said, no, we're going to go to the playoffs. And they almost knocked off the Rockets in the first round with the seven games. I wanted to put small forwards above point guards, but point guards just have so much depth. Like Small forwards may have the most talent up front, but when you go into depth, I think point guards have more. And I know I'm missing some point guards like Mike Conley, like like small, like not super talented guards like that. Just like the depth is insane for point guards. Like even like James Harden will play point guard sometimes for the Rockets or, you know, it's just LeBron actually plays point guard this season, but he's not classified as a point guard. So that's why I don't consider him a point guard. But yeah, point guards are the most talented position in the NBA. Number two, that's like I mentioned, small forwards, LeBron, Kawhi, Tatum, Jimmy Butler, and the list just goes on. And especially when KD, I will say this, when Kevin Durant gets healthy, the small forwards will be the most talented. I forgot to, I almost forgot to mention that in my eyes. The small forwards will be the most talented once Kevin Durant gets healthy. Because that's like out of the top three of the top five players in the league are small forwards. You have my top five players who are right now LeBron, Giannis, Harden, Kawhi, and Damian Lillard. But once Kevin Durant comes back, he will more than likely knock Damian Lillard off my list at number six, put AD at seven, and then that will be a three out of the top five. The small forwards. So yeah, small forwards at number two. Number three, I have shooting guards. You have James Harden and a top three MVP candidate this year. Luka Doncic, a young player who is, he almost beat the Clippers. He really did beat down on the Clippers. Um, you just have a lot of stars. Donovan Mitchell, like I mentioned, has just showed up. Um, Paul George, who is technically a shooting guard and a small forward, so that's why I included him in both lists. Even though I probably shouldn't have, I did Paul George, a shooting guard. There's a, there's just a lot of Chris Middleton. There's just a lot of shooting guards that are talented, and that's why they're number three. And as you guys can probably guess, four and five are going to be big man, big men. But number four. I'm going to go with power forwards. Um, you know, like Giannis is arguably the best player in the league. Anthony Davis, one of the best scorers in the league. You know, Pascal Siakam, people like that, you know. And that's why I think power forwards would be slightly over centers. It's just the centers have like Jokic, Embiid, Gobert, Towns, and you have like Andre Drummond at number five. And over at power forwards, you have like Zion at number five, who's going to like pop within like one or two years. So that's why I I would probably put power forwards over centers. And number five, I have centers, you know, Nikola Jokic, who definitely stands out in the centers. Joel Embiid when he's healthy. Rudy Gobert, defensive presence. Towns, young player who needs to get out of his corrupted system but will pop eventually. And Andre Drummond, a guy who probably had his maybe his best days in the past, but we are yet to see. So that finishes up that segment. And if you guys if you guys watch my TikTok, I've been doing some of these for NFL where the NFL has returned. 
and I did top five quarterbacks. So we're going to get into that right now. The number one quarterback in the NFL and the best player in the NFL is Patrick Mahomes, you know, Chiefs last year, won the Super Bowl, Super Bowl MVP. It's first in a lot of the league's stats within history. And Patrick Mahomes is number one player in the league and the number one quarterback. And it's probably the two closest comparisons you may make in the NFL, but number two is Lamar Jackson. Can run the football, can pass the football, can hand the football off, can get in the end zone. Can set his team up for success. They may go 16-0 this season. I think I think the Chiefs will give them a hard time. Even though the Chiefs had you know trouble against the Chargers um yesterday. Um yeah, Lamar Jackson at number two. Number three is Russell Wilson. He has maybe arguably played better than both of these guys the first couple weeks of the NFL season. Uh, Russell Wilson, big win over the Patriots and the Falcons. Big games for Russell Wilson, both of those games. Um, I just put him barely behind Patrick. Patrick, I almost said Patrick Lamar. I'm sorry. (laughs) Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson, just barely behind them. Number four is Drew Brees. Um, still the player he was, you know, still has that talent that's there. Um, may lead the Saints to the Super Bowl. I'll get into that in the next episode. I'll break down my NFL, who I think is going to make the playoffs and who's going to, I'm going to break down my entire bracket. Um, yeah, Drew Brees at number four and number five is Deshaun Watson. I know a lot of y'all probably expected me to, to, to keep Tom Brady in there, but Deshaun Watson, he's a young quarterback. He can run. He can throw, you know, he can get outside the pocket. He can hand the ball off. He, he'll he do whatever he has to do to help his team win, and that's why I put Deshaun Watson at number five on the top five quarterbacks in the NFL. Top five running backs. Number one, he just got injured yesterday, and it's so sad. And you guys know who I'm talking about. I'm going with, say, Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey. The best running back in the league, probably the top fa- football fantasy football player in the league, um, has the most spectacular plays in all the NFL and all the football world. He can if you hand the ball off, it's it's about guaranteed at least five yards. If you hand if you pass the ball to him, especially on a slant route, you're gonna get a bunch of yards. Chris McCaffrey at number one, number two, a lot of controversy. Derrick Henry. At number two, really showed up in the playoffs last year. And the Titans have got a couple close wins in the last couple games. And I think part of that definitely has to do with Derrick Henry. Just, he's another guy you hand the ball off to him. You're almost guaranteed at least five yards. And Derrick Henry, number two. Number three, another guy that got injured yesterday. He's out for the season. But I'm still going to include him in this. It's Saquon Barkley. Um... Once again, kind of like Christian McCaffrey. He kind of overshadowed Christian McCaffrey at first, but Christian. And number four, I'm going to go with Ezekiel Elliott. The Cowboys have got a couple big comeback wins these last couple days. Or, sorry, last couple weeks. And I think Ezekiel Elliott is definitely part of that. Um, Kind of getting overshadowed by Dak just a little bit. Dak Prescott has definitely stepped up as a quarterback. But Ezekiel Elliott, number four. Number five is Nick Chubb. The Browns. Have not done super bad. They played bad against the Ravens. They lost 38-6. to However, 
Um, definitely showed he definitely showed that he can play these last games and the Browns' strengths are in their running game with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. That is definitely a two-headed monster in the backfield. So Nick Chubb, number five, to wrap up the top five running backs. And the last segment, the outro to end off the show, something that you've not seen on TikTok yet, top five wide receivers. Number one is DeAndre Hopkins, a stat that will blow you away. He lost to Deshaun Watson when he got traded from the Texans to the Cardinals. He gets Kyler Murray. He goes against the 49ers defense. He has 151 yards with 14 receptions, 10.8 average yards per pass. Um, Against the Redskins, 8 receptions, 68 yards, 8.5 yards average per pass. And he had a touchdown to go along with yesterday's game against the Red, not the Redskins, the Washington football team. That's the stat that blows me away, and I know it's a lot of controversy that DeAndre Hopkins is not the number one running back in the world anymore, but I think he still is the number one running back in the world, and definitely in the NFL, number one is DeAndre Hopkins. Number two is Julio Jones with the Falcons. He does not have a supporting cast around him, but I think he barely beats out Michael Thomas as um, he's, a little, he's a little bit better than Michael Thomas. Um, Julio Jones, number two. Number three is Michael Thomas, Offensive Player of the Year last year. Michael Thomas has shown up for the Saints. He's the number one target for Drew Brees. Um, most people would put him as the number one wide receiver in the league, but I still think he's number three behind, you know, Hopkins and Julio. Number four, he's got the best quarterback on his team. And you guys know who I'm talking about. Cheetah, Tyreek Hill. He's probably the fastest wide receiver in the league. He can catch downfield. You know, he had that big play in the Super Bowl, which probably won the Chiefs the game in the long run in the fourth quarter on that big fourth down play. Tyreek Hill, number four. And number five, he's got the GOAT on his team, Tom Brady, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You guys know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about Mike Evans. Um, I was looking at lists, and people were putting, like, Amari Cooper and Devontae Adams over Mike Evans. I think that's honestly disrespectful to Mike Evans. Mike Evans, especially now, he has Tom Brady throwing to him. Mike Evans, number five, to wrap up the wide receivers and the podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed the countdown. If it seems like I'm rushing it, my phone is on 3%. I will not sit here and lie to you, and I need to get my phone on charge. However, follow Flex Sports IG on Instagram, follow Flex Panthers on Instagram, follow M1 Cent on TikTok. And that's all I have for you guys today. New episode, maybe tomorrow. Um, I haven't had the best few weeks, so that's why you guys haven't seen a lot from me. However, hopefully tomorrow. And the big topic for episode four will be my NFL playoff predictions, the early predictions, the part one. And I will see you guys in the next episode. Goodbye for now.